Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Uh, all right, you ready? Ready. All right, let's dig into it. <clears throat> this is all for you guys. You guys don't even hear me saying this, but this is for you guys. We hate you for it. Are you looking for a podcast about carrying that weight? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to a Yimtelp interlude. I really wanted to just play that in here, but I know we did know. copyright notice. <laughs> I know. I was like, we should just replace the theme song. We should have. Man, how do we do that? I bet we got to like request it from like the record. Whoever like wrote it. I don't know. Record label or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like, can we use this today? Uh, in case you guys don't know from all that, we are finally covering... A thing that I asked Kelsey to cover a while ago because I want her to tell me what I don't understand. <laughs> it's Cowboy B-Boy. We're doing it. You asked. It's here. Or so we don't get in trouble. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. I still prefer Cowboy B-Boy forever and ever. I think it's a better name. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. Let's start. Here we go. Okay. This is my second fucking time watching this show. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you this. Okay. I could watch this show once every three years as I just did. <laughs> All right. That's like, fair. I didn't hate my time with it. Yeah. I think that's a good way to start this. I didn't hate my time with it originally. But, like, I, I don't walk out going, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I had moments of fuck yeah and there was a yes there are there was I don't I'm going to go ahead and start with this so okay after episode 24 I was like best anime ending of all time I loved that that was perfect and great and then I realized I still had episodes 25 and 26 to go <laughs> so you thought that was a good ending for the show I thought it was based on like what the show okay. itself was and the style that it's bringing, the emotion that it tries to fill you with. I was like, okay, that's a good place for okay. them to end it. Because you know what? Watching it again. Okay. So there are several moments, like you said, mm -hmm. that I legit am like a little on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And I get worked up and I'm like, yeah, I wish the show made me feel like this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And honestly, the ending to episode 24, Hard Luck Woman, uh -huh. is one of those moments. I'm like, man, I am like being pulled. I don't really yes. care. But like, yeah, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good. <laughs> it's a good. <laughs> uh, now I'm trying to picture. I think if it had ended there. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. Not even close. <laughs> I would have been like, <laughs> what a fucking weird ending. Like, I, I still wouldn't like this show a lot more. Okay. So, like, you're telling me that if the show ended there, 
uh-huh. the show would have been a 10 or were you just playing that up for me? What is your rating of the show overall? <laughs> I don't know what my rating of the show is. I'm still trying to zero in on it. Okay. I'm going to give you my original mm-hmm. and my one now. Okay. And then maybe that can let you dial in. We'll ask for yours at the end after we discuss. Okay. It was like a, I don't know, like a six, seven before. All right. Like it was still fine. Yeah. I wouldn't think of it fondly. I'm not going to think of it fondly now. Hmm. But I think, I think it now it's like a seven or an eight. Like it's still not super great. Okay. But I read something that kind of changed how I'm trying to think about it. Yeah. But like this show is never going to be like, oh my God, I love that show. You have to see it. I'm going to appreciate it for what it is. And I'm going to tell you what my favorite thing about it is right now. You ready? Okay. You know what this show has that no other show that I've watched has? The jazz. The style. style. This show has a style that you can't fucking deny. It is... A masterpiece. It knows what it's about. Yes. The show knows what it wants and it gives you that. And that's, yeah, that's great. That's gorgeous. And to me, it's not even just the jazz. It's, you know, I'm a 2d animated person and it Mm -hmm. is goddamn fucking beautiful. Sometimes I'm like, look at this show. I love looking at it. I do love looking at the show. I don't think there's almost any show that looks as good. And I wanted to point this out about anime as well. Okay. Anime is shiny today. Yes. To me. Very shiny. Anime is very shiny. Bubbled and perfect. And And this isn't. And that's what I like about it. It's not a shiny show. I feel like it's it's a more grounded show. It's it's very 90s. Like, this show is made in what? Oh, I like that look. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 99. 98, 99 across that. I think it started in 98. Yeah, it like crossed years. So it started in 98. It's still... Now, it came out for us in 2001. Okay. But that's just our dub. Yeah. But it is a 90s show. And I think that's why it vibes with me a little bit more. Okay. I am a 90s kid. I like the 90s look. But there is a style. There's a matte finishness to this show that a lot of shows don't have. And I prefer it here. I like how Mm -hmm. it looks. I think it looks better than anime is today. I think it does. Period. It's very pretty. So suck on that. Even Full Metal. Full Metal is a shiny show. Yeah. It's a very bright, and this one's not. I think I just like that it's so muted almost, but I think that's part of its storytelling as well. Yes, I agree. So with that being my score, there Mm -hmm. are moments that, again, get me on the edge of my seat. It's a seven. It's. It's a solid seven. That's fair. I don't think I can go eight. Okay. It's a seven. I appreciate it. I understand its significance. And I did enjoy, but I enjoyed it for the style. Again, I was like, man, yeah. Look at this show. This is a good looking show. Yeah. This is fun. I'm done with it now. (laughs) Do you think I'm, do you think my rating is higher or lower than yours? I honestly think it might be about the same. Okay. I think... I think at most you're an eight. All right. But we will go further on. (laughs) I don't know what I am. I want to talk a little bit about it now because like, so when you 
you had previously told me that this show, you're like, I think that you would like this show in a way that I can't because you can appreciate the ennui of it. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. So I kind of went into the show being like, Robert thinks I will like this. Therefore, I need to find the thing that makes him think I'm going to like it. Okay. And I spent the first mini episode, the, probably the first, I can count it exactly because there was one episode that I was like, okay, this is fucking weird. Um, okay. It was episode... So, so I looked up on Wii again, by the way. Uh-huh. I don't think that's a thing you'd like now that I've read that <laughs> definition. I'm like, <laughs> actually, Kelsey doesn't feel like that a lot, I don't think. So maybe that was wrong. <laughs> on Wii is because kind of Because on Wii is existing with no purpose. Yeah. And the fact that I'm just alive breathing and there's nothing else beyond that. That's on Wii. But that is, I do identify with that. So okay. you're correct in that. I just, okay. I couldn't, I couldn't get a foothold in this show. I kept, there were episodes that I liked and there were things that I liked about it. Like fucking heavy metal queen. Like there's just really, yeah, I don't really care. There's about so, there's so many, there's so many episodes that I'm like, this is a cool idea. This is fun. And I was waiting, I was waiting for it to do what, every anime basically does where they have it's it starts as a monster of the week anime and then you're like oh but here's the story and now we're gonna like we've proven ourselves yeah we've proven ourselves that we can have characters and like you know the backstories but now we're gonna start the story and you're gonna get into it with us and i kept waiting for the story to start this maybe i should read this reddit post to you now then (laughs) because this is very much a, a monster of the week anime like you just there's a different bounty guy that they're gonna hunt down and then they hunt him yeah. down they learn a lesson and they grow or they don't and that's just kind of how it goes and the episode where i thought like something was going to happen is toys in the attic when they have this blob creature on oh, okay. the ship with them i was like okay now something's <laughs> weird and then and then it's just <laughs> a moral of clean out your fridge <laughs> I actually really like that one because of that, where it's like, we're all dying, but just remember, (laughs) clean out your fridge. And I was like, that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah. So that was, I mean, after that, then you get into the Jupiter Jazz episode and I was like, okay, now we're getting into like story stuff. And then it also goes nowhere because then you end up at, uh, now we're just playing chess in space. So. Yeah. So like the, 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 well. I had texted you. I guess what we would consider the story. Uh happens in only the two-parters yes there's like a couple of episodes here and there that kind of moves forward the plot but the two-parters are what the the big driving thing is but yeah i i texted you early on in this anime i was like this is trying my patience because (laughs) i'm trying to get oh yeah (laughs) trying to just grab on somewhere (laughs) you said oh my god the dog's gonna be so interesting and i was like yeah that's the end of that I was like, is a computer dog? I didn't know that. And then you're like, yeah, that never comes up again. I'm like, what the fuck? And then they introduced this idea that like, God, what else was it? They just introduced a lot of really interesting ideas. Things come out like the whole Julia arc. I was like, Julia, she's going to be a big thing. And you're like, she doesn't come up again for many, many episodes. And I was like, I'm tired of watching this. I'm so over it. I want it to be done. But... I found myself wanting to continue on with it. Okay. Not only to finish it to a review for Yimto, but like just I wanted to see how 
it would end. I wanted to see where it would go. I wanted to see what would happen. And okay. I'm not mad at where we ended up. I think by by the end of the show, I had accepted it for what it is. It's not yeah. something that is going to pull you along with this really engaging plot. It's something that like you have these characters, you, ha you know a little bit, you know the tiniest pieces of their backstories, but that's the yeah. most important part about them. And now you can learn about why they do the things they do next. So it's kind of the Reddit post. I think, I think this is a good spot for this post. Okay. Because I Googled while watching this show. I was like, <laughs> why do people like this show? Like, okay. I just wanted to know why people gravitated towards it. A lot yeah. of people did say the style. A lot of people were just like, I just like looking at it. I think that's, that's great. And then I found this one and I was like, okay, I can get behind this. But basically, it's saying how the show is exactly what it is supposed to be, which is nothing. That's the premise of the show. Yeah. Is, is the nothing. That's, yeah, that's where I ended up feeling yeah. it too. Which is why I'm like, I guess I can get behind it in that way. So let me just, I mean, this is huge. Okay. I won't read all of it, but let's just see. Uh so basically someone's like, why would you watch the show? And this guy just goes, well, I would suggest watching a lot more shows or reading more books, you uncultured person. But D as you for Bebop... into a different anime. <laughs> Spike is a fairly complex character in his, in his own right, but the entire point of his character is to remain static. He's not supposed to grow. That's the point. Okay. Most people just think Spike is a cool, disaffected badass, but that's mostly a side effect of his almost suicidal apathy. Spike is mm. emotionally numb and is in a kind of grown-up, arrested development. He's perpetually seeking redemption from the woman who can no longer give it to him, frozen in a moment in time where he feels his life had ended. Okay. Spike cannot truly die because he has so. since ceased living from that point forward. Yeah, and he had, like... The whole speech, too. Who's that Reddit post from? In case people accuse us of plagiarism. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't I have just, a username attached? I mean, I took a screenshot of like oh. 15 pages. <laughs> like, it's too big. I don't know. God, that is a big but post. But it was also written like three years ago. Okay. Like, well, some Reddit user out there, thank you for your input. Oh, um, it's so much <laughs> more than that, though. Like, I read you half the first paragraph. God. Like, he, um, he makes good points, but hang on. So his life had ended there. Well, on the subject of Spike and his life being ended, like they, yeah. he does talk about how like, oh, one of your eyes is a different color because it only sees the past or something. And I was like, what does that even mean? But then you come to learn like yeah. in what the last episode, I think that he was in some kind of a, an accident and lost that eye. And therefore he's stuck looking into the past. So like he's only did, thinking about. Did you know I didn't piece that together till this second watch through? I was like, oh, okay. That's how much I was barely into it by the end of watching it the first time. Okay, wow. I was like, oh, this does play up more. Okay, I guess I get it. <laughs> and his eyes, when they were like, his eyes are different colors. I'm like, are they pausing it and squinting? It's barely. Like, one's yeah. a little bit more brown than the other one. Yeah, like I totally miss, because like in the last show, he straight up says, I have one fake eye. Yeah. And then... On this second watch through, do you know what I said? Man, he fights really good for one eye. 
I was like, wow, he is really impressive. <laughs> he does have a good shot. Yeah, I noticed that too in the last episode where he's like aiming down the sights and you see him aiming at somebody. I was like, man, that must be hard with one eye. Yeah, let me read you this one. I'm going to skip all this stuff, but this is a really good point. To the crew, each adventure or each show is a drug. Hmm. A fleeting high that distracts them from the lives they have to rebuild. Yeah. For Spike, it's everything is a fantasy and the adventures are a chance to glimpse a fragment of the waking world. And then the movie goes more into it. They say, blah, blah, blah. I saw after I'd finished watching it, it was like, do you want to watch the movie next? And I was like, how is there a movie? Because Spike just fucking oh, died. Oh, it's like a prequel. Okay, good. It's like it's like in the middle of the show. I was kind of hoping it was going to be that kind of a situation because I don't want them to be like, look, they didn't die and they're fine because they did that several We're times throughout the, the show. Yeah, okay. I want to discuss the ending later because that's like okay. a big thing. Jet remains in stasis the entire show. Faye and Edward are the only people who actually move on is kind of the stuff they talk about. So basically the whole point is you're going to have to carry that weight. The show's final message, the weight of truly living, not being stuck in the past, not in the present, but to look for something new that almost nobody on the show does until virtually the end. Okay. The pain of accepting that eventually the dreamer must wake up kind of. All right. So I kind of tried to look at it that way, where it is a show about refusing to progress. And yeah. the show does really, really good at that. It does. Yeah. Okay. So with, so with that in mind, I can see the Monster of the Week uh, structure a little bit more clearly. The yeah. way I was thinking about it is um, there's a title card that they use a few times where it has like extra text in the background and stuff. Okay. And I was like, what the hell is it saying? So I paused it and I, I read it and it was about like um, in the future, there's like a new type of a new genre of something or other. And the things that the people do are akin to the jazz. <laughs> and I was like, okay. okay, so they're saying like the show itself is like a jazz kind of, you know, there's no structure to it. Things can happen. Yeah. And then you can renege on them and go back and say like, that didn't actually happen. Like they're not really dead. So with that in mind, too, I was like, okay, so the show is like, it's trying to be its own new genre of show. Like, it's a monster of the yeah. week while at the same time not having a through plot thread. You know, there's not a structure to yeah. follow. And that's that's the structure of the show is that there is nothing holding it up. It is just these little yeah. moments in time. You get to peer into the lives of these people. And then next episode is a different part. Yeah. So it's almost like an anthology in that way, but of the same characters. Yeah. But see, they do grow little by little because some, some like, of them. Yes. Like there's some that I really enjoy. I actually really like Ganymede Elegy. I really like that one. That's episode 10. That's one that I've thought of several times where Jet had an ex-wife and he finds out that she's got this business. So he kind of like goes for his own closure yeah and then it turns into this whole thing of like she points a gun at him later and she's like this is why i left because you're always right Mm. and i want to make my own fucking mistakes like let me do this wrong you always steer me on the right path but what if but you're just telling me what to do when i follow let me fuck up so he puts her in jail (laughs) and then he gets rid of the watch that's the reminder of this whole thing and i was like i kind of like this like he was willing to get his closure and progress you right. know, but that's the only Each time he does anything like that. 
they each do have their own little moments of that. Like I really, yeah. as much as I fucking hated Edward, I was like, I, this kid sucks. Don't want to see any more of this <laughs> weird child on my screen. But Ed grew on me, I guess, because by the end I was really rooting for her. Um, I had no feelings either way for Ed. I didn't think I did. But then at the end of episode 24, when uh, Spike walks outside and it just says bye bye and like Ed's big face drawn on the ground there, I started crying and I was like, do I care for Ed? Like, see, that's that's one of the like, but see, I, I still don't know why Ed left. There was no reason. There was no growth in that thing. It wasn't like a, I don't need them. Nothing happened. Because so, that's, the, that's the one where you meet Ed's dad. Yeah. Who still leaves Ed behind. Yeah. But I think Ed's story is kind of what the nun had said. How one day she just wandered into their orphanage and then was a part of them yeah. for several years. And then one day, like a stray cat, she wandered out. And yeah. she was on to the next thing. So Ed has spent... This time with the Cowboy Bebop, Kalababa, the Cowmot Beat Boy group. The Kalababa, okay. The Kalababa. She spent time with them and she's like, I've gotten what I needed here. Now it's time for the next thing. And just moves on. Yeah. Bebopping around to the next. So I, I get Ed, I think, in a way. Like Ed just kind of exists for her own joy is that the word i'm looking for like she does what she wants to do and does not consider how yeah. other people are going to perceive it or how other people might need her or miss her or want her around like yeah. she's just on to the next thing for her and now for ein because i was like don't leave ein behind and then they <laughs> yeah. left together which made me happy but um i think each person does kind of grow in their own way um yeah but it's not but, like a monumental shift. Like, yeah, it's just like they have a... You're, I don't know how see, to talk about this, this show. This, this is Cowboy Bebop. This is the whole thing. There's no like... Yeah. That's, that, that's the moment. That's the thing for me. You're just like... Yeah. Yeah, stuff is there. <laughs> and I had to shift my thinking hmm. about this show too halfway through. Because I was like... Like I was saying, you know, it's the monster of the week thing and i was waiting for the story to start and i was like what if i just let go yeah and i don't expect a story from it and then i started to find myself enjoying it more so that's what that reddit post did for me was when it was like the show is to remain static i was like okay let me look at it that way yeah if i'm I'm not looking for a progression and i was like okay yeah but i still don't like every every episode is basically an idea for you to think on because i thought you'd really like well, let me tell you this. For a show mm-hmm. that's in the 90s, I still was watching it and going like, this is so much about today. It is. The fucking, um, the one where they go to that planet with the spores. Okay. And the blind guy has to, or the blind girl. Um, shit, what's, there's like a, a dude who has these spores of these plants because his oh, little sister. he's trying to help his sister who's sick and stuff. Yeah, she's made sick yeah, yeah, by yeah, the yeah. spores. She's like one of 1% of the population or whatever that has spore sickness or whatever they have yeah and i was like okay that's interesting i hope they explore this more and of course they didn't but yeah it was still exciting to see it's a very fuck capitalism episode yeah and i thought like maybe the show is going to be about that which it kind of is in part because i mean faye's whole story is just fuck capitalism she is 
she is the millennial experience. You have all this debt that you didn't ask to be saddled with. So, and I'll say that Faye's the only thing I like about the show. Yeah, I didn't expect to like Faye so much. And not because she's a pretty girl. No, she's the most interesting character. Yeah, she has the most happen that I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, everything about her was interesting and enticing to me. Right. Because it's the whole, I've, I have this forgotten memory. Who was she? And then we actually get there, though. Like, there's a payoff with Faye. Faye is the yes. only one that pays off to me. Right. Which might be why I like her the most. And so I'll go ahead and say it now. Faye is the thing I thought you'd like about this show. Because Faye yeah. is the thing that I liked about this show. And when she first showed up, I didn't care for her one way or the other. I didn't hate her. I didn't like her. I was like, okay, new character. Yeah. It's not until her backstory that I liked her. Yeah. I didn't really even care much for her after we learn the initial backstory. Like she was cryogenically frozen and like fell in love with this doctor who was actually a con man. That one. I mean, it was interesting. I thought like, okay, yeah. now we have some more insights to her, but I didn't, that didn't like hook me on who Faye is. Yeah. What hooked me on who Faye is, is one episode where I don't remember which one this was in. I think it was, it was in episode 18, Speak Like a Child, where they find fucking beta tapes. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool as hell. Because thinking about like in the future, I think 2071 is when the show takes place or something like that. Something. And you get to think about like, there's going to be people that are collecting ancient technologies, such as a yeah. beta videotape player. That's cool as hell to me. Um, but the fact that they find a tape with Faye on her, it's mailed to her, right? Like somebody mails it to her? Yeah, it's like a time capsule thing. They were supposed to record a time capsule video for themselves in the future. Yeah. And it finally like, got around to being given to her. Yeah. I actually and am a little unsure of how because then it, it was like, we're going to mail you the, the thing to watch it on too. That wouldn't yeah. be part. Like somebody's trying to let her know who she is. And right. I'm still confused on who that is. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I struggled to follow this show at times. But yeah, that is the episode that really hooked me on who Faye is as a person. Because like the the young girl version of Faye, you're seeing her like hanging out with her friends and stuff. And the friends are really kind of blasé about the whole like video message to yourself in the future thing. They're like, yeah, yeah. that's kind of stupid. We're just going to be children and run around, have fun. And they kind of almost make fun of Faye when she tries to record a message like hey me in the future they're like dumb yeah um can i she ask ends up... if you cried oh during dude. her like cheer to herself i was that like oh kelsey's part... gonna cry i was uh, that's the when i texted you i was like okay this show got me <laughs> okay because that that did get to me like they so she's she's like she gets up out of bed and uh talks to the camera and is like you know i hope that you're still good to yourself and you still like who you are and yeah. all that and then she just like has a little cheerleader moment where she's like go Faye it's me go Do me. It for me go me yeah yeah and that spoke to me in so many ways because I think uh, like I don't know if it's just a, a womanhood thing or just an adult thing that we all go through but like there is a child inside of all of us that you have repressed throughout your life like there's there's just this kid that you carry with you always and they're rooting for you and do you ever like look back at a picture of yourself when you were a kid and think like i wish i could give that kid what they needed in that moment no 
maybe this is just a me problem. I don't know. Like, no, sometimes I no, see. it is because I've had this discussion with Taylor and I told her how I think about time in the world. And she was like, yeah, that's not what people do. Like, <laughs> okay. that is not what people do. Well, like, now she I'm said, curious. That's very much a you thing. Because, like, I don't feel like I've changed a lot. My circumstances mm. are different. But the person that's thinking right now, I remember thinking this exact same way in my room at five. Like, mm. I, my, my, my person is still the same person. I just now have access to adult money. And I have to use it to pay bills and stuff. But it's not like there's an adult version that had to take over. Interesting. It's still me. It's still me. And I told her that I don't like looking back because I'm proud of where I am now. I have things now that I didn't have before. I don't want to go backwards because I feel like I'm only pushing ahead. Yeah. And I want to experience the things. I'm like, I look forward to getting old one day and having the experiences of that. Yeah. There are, there, there are moments in the future that I can't have had when I was a kid. And I'm looking forward to those because I want to have the future experiences. Yeah. And she was like, okay. that's stupid. <laughs> Don't do that. That's not stupid at all. That's, want, that's a really good and probably... Want the past. That's probably... I a, think that's a healthy way to look at things, honestly. Probably. Because I don't yearn... Like, I hate songs that's like... What's that one song? I, I think it's 21 Pilots or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, where, like, he only wants to go back to when he was little or something. I oh, yeah. fucking hate that song. I think it's a horrible <laughs> mentality. Because oh, it's man. literally something you can't do. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's unhealthy to yearn for a thing that you can't do. Right. Like, I don't, by any means, want to go back to my childhood and just be in the simple days. Yeah. Because those days were not so simple for me many times. But, yeah. like, there, I, I was looking at pictures of myself when I was a kid yesterday because I was going through some old photos and stuff. And I found some of me when I was, like, five or six. And I was like, God, look at how happy she is. And yeah. just thinking, if if I could go back... And just talk to her and tell her the things that she needs to hear and like provide her with the the things that I think would have helped in the moment to make me a different and maybe better person today. Yeah. Or even if it would make a difference. Like if you could go back and tell your future self like, hey, this is going to happen to you in the future. And that's happening right now. And you don't really realize what it means for you as a person yet. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. I, I think about that a lot. Like it's the whole the Simpsons do it for her Maggie Simpson thing. Like, yeah, I'm doing it for her, but she is me. I'm doing that for my little self. And, and see, that's like that emotional side. I want to go back and be like, don't do this. Don't take this <laughs> job. Like, don't do this thing. Like, it's like a direction on the path of the life, but not like a, here's how you're going to handle that emotion one day. That's yeah. not what I ever think of doing mm. kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's More a lot like about, like, parenting. Buy stock in Yahoo. <laughs> kind Yahoo. <of> stuff. <laughs> I would buy Apple probably, personally. Well, but that's, you know. that's, that's uh, a reference from a movie thing. Because there's, like... Okay. Well, the movie that I... Like, that's where I always go when I think of, like, telling yourself how to get rich later. Mm-hmm. Um, I still want you to watch this movie. Frequency. It's such a fucking good movie. But ah, in that... About this, yeah. In that movie... Uh, one of his friends grew up horribly poor and he's always like on the brink of nothingness. And at one point when he does like the past stuff, he's all like Yahoo. That's the thing. And then at the end of the movie, he has like a Corvette and it says Yahoo on the front. 
and that's like how we got out of whatever and that's what i always think about when i'm like oh yeah like tell yourself to do something like do yahoo but it's not actually buying in yahoo because yahoo's not a thing anymore clearly Mm. but like that's the stuff that i think about doing is like hey here's the winning lotto numbers (laughs) yeah you'll figure it out from there how how could i how could i better the station yeah yeah it's yeah, not how could I better I'm my my state of being kind of thing. My soul. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at peace with my soul. And that's why I think, <laughs> like, I also don't jive with this show because that's the point of this show is yeah. nobody, nobody can grapple with who and what they are in the moment. That's, yeah. That's exactly what they hate about themselves. And that's why the show remains at its flat level because none of them want to... Like it said, carry the weight and do the work to mm-hmm. extend beyond that. Until fucking Spike is like, how about I just fucking potentially die? Yeah, I guess it is unclear in the end whether or not he does die. But he we have a lot more to talk to about, me. so we'll we'll definitely get there. Because okay. I want that to but, be the end of what we discussed. Okay. But, um, so, as far as, like, connecting but, with this show... But, so... I guess when I told you I know what the the moment would be. Yeah. I guess I meant the person. Like Okay. I thought hands down Faye would be the thing that brings you in the show. Period. Yeah. Definitely. Like I I relate to her on a way that I didn't expect I'm to. Actually really interested how much you're into Ed. Actually, like that's where I'm really? like really. I don't <laughs> like cuz like I don't think about Ed at all. I don't care about that character. In any way. Ed to me, I think Ed is, um, I, I find it funny, first of all. So, like, the, the show opens with just, like, two dudes. Like, two dudes being guys. They're just yeah. bounty hunters in space. They hang out with each other, and that's it. That's their whole life. And they avoid women and children, and they don't want things to tie them down. Because yeah. from a man's perspective, the things that tie you down, the hetero view of the world is, like, if you have a woman, if you have kids, if you got pets, if you got things to take care of, you can't be yourself. You're tied yeah. down. And then this crew of two men gets a woman, they get a child, they get a dog. A dog. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, Jet also has his like garden of bonsai trees, which I find really tender. <laughs> but so guess what? I was what? driving home because I've been watching some pets for somebody uh-huh. over the past couple of weeks or whatever. And on my way home one day, there was like a pop-up stand. They were selling bonsai trees. And I was like... Cool. I want to go buy a fuck ton of bonsai trees. Yeah, go get you a little bonsai. Kind of, but I knew Tenzin would probably eat it, so I didn't. Yeah, fuck cats. Yeah, I know. So I like the concept of how these characters come into their lives because they don't traditionally hold the role of like Faye is the woman of the ship and we have to yeah. take care of her because Faye is a strong independent woman who don't need no man first of all but she don't need fucking nobody she doesn't even like she isn't there half the time like she's like i'm gonna go fucking gamble for weeks on end see you guys later it doesn't even tell (laughs) them where she's going yeah um so there's that aspect of it and then ed who is a child you know what do you have to do for a child you have to care for them make sure they have the things they need because they're growing mentally and physically and you want to make sure that they're safe and well and ed is just like but ed's the smartest person that leads them (laughs) Yeah, Ed is the Ed leader. It is, is in many ways a leader of this crew and is so capable beyond her years, but at the same time has not let go of that like childhood aspect because yeah. 
the way she speaks and acts is very much, you know, she's a child. Like she's having her own fun little childhood yeah. in Bounty Hunter space the best way she can. And she, so she's the leader in that she usually is the capable one that gets uh-huh. them where they need to go, but it's still like, hey, are we having food today? Like she still yes. needs them to feed her, uh-huh. but they need her to find half their bounties, do half the re- fucking research. <laughs> like without Ed, they would accomplish nothing. Yeah. And it kind of makes you wonder all the work. how how they did before Ed arrived. Well, the show opens with them eating potato water. Like, they weren't in a good spot at the beginning. No. Yeah. And as far as Ayn goes, like, I don't know what Ayn adds to the show other than just the pleasantry of having an animal around. Because the way this show draws animals is entrancing. (laughs) Every single animal in the show, I was like, that is that animal. The horses, gorgeous. The cats, cat-like. Like, see, I actually misremembered what Ayn's purpose was. I thought Ayn had banking codes locked away in like in like the genome somewhere like that's what i remembered was like they needed this dog for this purpose yeah and then i was like oh i guess i just couldn't confuse that because ed's or ina's a data dog there is data but it's more that there's data in the dog that the dog is now smart and capable but i Mm -hmm. guess when i watched it originally i took it as oh there's data they need to extract from this dog that's what I thought was going to happen. Like there was going to be a situation in which they needed, I don't know, a USB stick that's inside the dog somehow. And they had to yeah. open it like, like a oh, song yeah, there's movie. like There's like bank codes. They need the bank data. And that's <laughs> not really what it believe. is. Yeah. Like they lead you to believe in the whole episode where they acquire Ein, Like, oh, this dog is going to be important. This is a bounty hunting dog. Like this dog is wanted yeah. by the galaxy because there's secret data inside of it. And nobody gives a shit about Ein. Like... It's Dilmer just a asset Ed. to the government that did the research on the dog. Yeah. That's it. And then that storyline fades away. It never comes up again. Yeah. Like so many of their storylines, but it's fine. Um, I thought one of your favorites would have been Brain Scratch. Which one was that? Where a kid was in a coma and his oh. AI has dreamed yes. up all this stuff and then it's like reaching out and trying to like grab more people to pull into VR and stuff. Yeah, that was a fascinating episode. So in in that, does Faye actually fall for the scam? I was unclear. Does she like want to be is she in is she brainwashed I think so. in the cult? I, I think, think so, so too. Because she looks up in that moment and she's like, if I don't have a body, I don't have debt. And that would just be so yeah. freeing. And that is scarily parallel to what is happening in society today. This show was like prescient with all the stuff that it has, you know? I know. It was very Ready Player One before Ready Player One. Yeah. Like this, I think this show is still very viable today. Yeah, it is. There's tons of stuff about capitalism, like you said. There's a lot of like... Medical debt especially. Yeah. How technology is taking over, how we leave old technology behind. There's a lot of stuff that I'm like, that was a good idea, and it's still happening now. Like, it hasn't completed that full school of thought. Yeah. Like, it is actually still a problem, what they're bringing up. You know? That history. It's fucking weird. Um, like, one episode I wanted to get your read on was okay. uh, the Pierrot LeFou episode, where that, oh like, my God, dude. weird I'd... clown baby man. <laughs> I like it, but it's, it's just another brainwashing episode, and I don't care about it like 
okay. it's an interesting one-off, and I yeah. think it's interesting how he dies at the end. He dies by the thing that he wants the most <laughs> is the parade <laughs> and the fun. But other than that, what a, it's not what I think about. <laughs> so weird. Like, there are so many just weird moments in these episodes where I was like, that's an interesting idea. And yeah. then it's just gone. But that's all it does is bring up the interesting idea. And it goes like, think on that. Let's move on. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't guide you. That's another thing about this is that yeah. it doesn't hold your hand and say, you should think this way about it. It's like, here's a situation. Fucked up, right? <laughs> and then think? it just leaves it. Yeah, because that one is interesting. The fact that they, like, I mean, and there's old movies that have done the same idea where it's like, you know, we brainwash and like, and Marvel touched on it as well when they did Winter Soldier shit. Like, we mm-hmm. we completely strip away the person and we like craft what we're looking for, but it breaks their psyche to to an unstable point. Yeah. Government intervention on trying to get this super soldier shit. And the super soldier shit's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that they're always trying to do that. And it's just another version of it. So I think that one's fine. I don't care one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about most of these. I'm like, that's cool. Like, yeah. I don't really care for this one. They did this one where like, like the one right after that, Jet goes on like a little adventure to find the sunstone and there's like the intrigue uh-huh. and stuff, but then nothing really comes of that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fun. It's a fun one-off. Good They're for all that. just fun one-offs. Like they are. Yeah. It is a solid monster of the week show. I'll say that. Like, Frankly, one of my favorites is Cowboy Funk with the actual space cowboy guy. Yes. I love that episode. God, And the fact that the cowboy Andy is like the equal and opposite of Spike, basically. He's yeah. like, what if Spike really committed to the bit? Like, I like that one, but it's just because it's kind of a funny parody one. And I like yeah. that, you know, because I like parodies of stuff. That's, that's sure the do. stuff I gravitate towards. You know, so I love that one, how he literally dubs him the space cowboy at the end mm-hmm. of the show, you know, like, <laughs> and then and he the becomes end. a space samurai <laughs> yes. and it's like, see you later, space samurai, like, see you, space samurai. Oh, so funny. Like this show is funny and it does. Yeah. It, it, it realizes what it is. And the fact too, that all the characters at the end of the show each week, they're reading like, this is what happens next week. So it almost oh, yeah. I like, skipped all pulls. those this time. Oh, man. I loved those because it kind of like pulls you back and makes you think like, do they know their characters in a show? Who's see, talking? Is it the actor playing the character? Or is it a the character? lot of animes do that, though, because like Dragon do Ball does that. Yeah. Where like they're commenting on the show next week and then they're like, am I going to be in the show next week? Shut up, person. And then they move yeah. on. Like that's an anime thing. So I didn't really take it as a show thing huh. this time. And I was okay. like. I don't need to know what next week, sh- what what next week's show is because I'm about to watch it. Yeah, but it is a fun interaction, and I guess I should have watched it this time. Mm. But I I did like as soon as the show was over, I skipped it and just went to the okay. next show. Man, I had to stick around for the ending song every time because as much as I love the opening song and credits to go with it because it is perfectly choreographed and gorgeous, yeah. the ending song. Bro, I could it's just so sway loud in though. The breeze is so loud and it's perfect. <laughs> just put my arms up and fucking feel the rain on my skin. Like, like every time the ending would come, I'd go. <laughs> I was like, okay, and <laughs> skip to the next thing. Thank oh, you. I would crank that shit up and be like, I don't care that Richard's asleep next to me. 
Uh, man, I'm going to have to watch the ending song because I didn't even watch the end credits except for the last show this time. Mm. Yeah, and that one doesn't even have the same song. Yeah, but it has like the ending maybe. Like that's the only reason I watched it because I was like, eh, yeah. let's see what happens again and then I can talk about it. I loved all the music in this show. Like there was, I think most of it is done by the same composer who does like the, yeah. the opening theme. But there was one song, uh, I don't even know who sings it, but I l- had to look it up after because it was like so, it was it was the end song for episode 24 and it was called okay. Call Me, Call Me. Call me, call me. By oh. oh, yeah, that's by the same band, the Seatbelts. Okay, yeah. And it is just good. I love all these goddamn songs. They're all so good. I've never encountered a soundtrack like this that I is so it's so different, but also good. I was rewatching this, and I came back to Taylor one day, and I was like, "Do you know this TikTok sound? It's just Cowboy Bebop." <laughs> Which one? It's Ed's theme. Like because like I hear it on TikTok all the time and it happened uh-huh. in the show and I was like, dude, Cowboy Bebop is just still in the world. It's still yep. so prevalent because like that's like that's like the Goofy song on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's just Cowboy Bebop. Yep. So I mean, there's infinite moments we could discuss. There sure but let's, are. Let's just do what the story is. The all okay. the two parters. Let's get into yeah. the syndicate shit. Okay. What do you think about the syndicate shit? <laughs> I don't care about the syndicate shit. Not even in the slightest. Like, I think it's like the prereq to what John Wick would be. Because it's the whole like, you get out, he's like the guy. And there's all these people that like, would love to get him back in because they just want to fuck him over. Because like, yeah, Vicious was always his number two. And so basically, he just wants to take out who was the number one. Yeah. The only reason he's searching for him. The only thing that really like drew me to the syndicate stuff is the story between Spike and Julia. I was like, I want to know more about that. Yeah. Because you know I love love and the and whole then that's like barely a thing. <laughs> it's barely a thing, uh, but I wanted to know more because I I love the trope of they're they're so in love, but based on yeah. their circumstances they physically cannot be together and they can't emotionally bear to be together because they're so they're in such a dangerous profession that like getting close means accepting that one day you will lose them in a horrible way. Yeah. So then were you at all surprised when Julia died? I hate that I was. I literally went like, of course, of <laughs> course it happens. That's yeah. that's what I said when I first saw the show. I go, of course. Sure. Yeah. Let's I was, bring her back so, to rip it away. I was so happy that they finally got together. I was like, good, maybe a little escape. And that's like Spike's ending as he gets out. But of course it's not like, yeah, he's destined to be this guy. He can't grow. He can't move on. He's destined to just be in this moment for the rest of his life. So then that's the, the thought process I tried to take. I'm like, okay, why even bother doing the ending? Why bother with any of this? Is it because Vicious is so bad he knows that he has to take out who would ruin this? Because, like, he kind of, like, cares for the syndicate. There's the lady that owned that store, which, by the way, that fucked me up when she died. I did not like yeah, that. Yeah, I did not like, like that. I loved her and Spike. Mm-hmm. I thought they had, like, a cool friendship. Yeah. And I like how she's like, no, you died. You left. You did this. All of this is because of you. Vicious wouldn't be here if you had stayed. So I was like, is Spike 
just the only person that could keep Vicious from making that syndicate a worse thing. So I have to go take him out. Is that the yeah. idea? I don't know. I don't know. Because it sounds like really he's only doing it to prove to himself that he's awake, that he's alive. Because he's been so stuck in his ennui <laughs> that he has to go experience the pain to know that any of this is even real. Yeah. Which is so, the carry the weight shit, you know? So what's the function of... Shit, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> of facing vicious? Of I guess. Like, what's the function of just... Because you could just be on the bebop, man, and let him could run that syndicate not. into the ground. Yeah, like, let why, him go be why bad come to back? People. I don't get the whole storyline. I was like, why is he going back to the syndicate? Like, if he's... It's not like they're hunting him down, right? Like, he's been out in a way, and nobody really cares enough to come kill him. So, if they're not well, out there Well, I mean, being Vicious did try to come kill him. They didn't succeed. Yeah, but Vicious brought him out to try it. So, he would probably do it again. But now he will have more resources. Yeah. That's why I'm like, are you just thinking like, man, he's the worst person to have this position... And I'm the only person being his better that can end this. So was it an altruistic, let me stop this bad guy thing? Maybe. But I, but I don't buy that, though. Like, I don't know either. Ex because then, basically, he just says at the end, I have to go just to know if any of this is real. Like, I thought Julia was dead, but she came back. That's but now she is dead. So is anything that's happening real? So let me That's just go fucking die and maybe I'll know. I'll you've know. You've located my train of thought. So what is the function of Julia's last words being like, it's just a dream? What is that about? Oh, so I took that as the idea that we could ever have a life together. That was the dream. Uh, Everything we ever wanted is the dream. We were, we were never going to have it. That's the okay. dream. That's mm. what I took from this watch when she died again. Like, it was all a dream, huh? Like, the idea that we could ever escape and be together. That was the okay. thing. I was like, which, ooh, am I missing ooh. something? Ah, which harkens back to ah. the beginning that I loved. I okay. love the beginning with the fucking red-eye drug thing. Yes. I love that. How she's That was such a cool opening. It's a whole, like, immigrant story thing. Like, like, like they want to go to Mars, which is America, mm -hmm. to have food to have jobs to have water to have all these things and i love when her her man has sunken so low trying to get them there that she looks at him and is like we're just we're not gonna make it are we yeah and and i forgot that she kills him yeah i forgot dude, that, that she shoots him and just goes peace out space cowboy and then gets obliterated yeah yeah that was it's a great opening like <laughs> when i watched that episode i was like you don't like this show <laughs> i was and then yeah, it just I was like, this is a heavy show. Yeah. But then it's like, clean out the fridge. <laughs> watch a videotape. Like, I think, like, I thought it was all going to be like that. Yeah. I think if it was and all like not. that, it would be too intense. It would be too much. I mean, true. But, like, to me still, that's one of the better episodes. I love that first episode because I'm like, damn, what a fucking tone you came in with. This is the first thing I've seen of this show. And it you were setting solid. the bar. Yeah. And then we don't touch that again. And I actually do really like the Jupiter Jazz. I, I, yes. I have a whole soft spot for the like 
the honor type shit and the fact that he's like, I fought the guy that made me this way and I know I'm going to die, but can you at least try to send me where I was trying to go? Yeah. And so Spike like does this for a guy that he doesn't even have any affinity towards and he grants this guy's last request, you know? I love mm-hmm. that shit. That shit kind of gets me. It's good I'm trying shit. to think if I get emotional, like cry in the show. And I don't think I do. Because like you did when Ed left. Yeah. Or or the like, go me, go me. Uh-huh. I get on the edge and I get like, I get that intense like, oh, feeling. Did you get amped? But I, I get amped in the show. But I don't get sad in the show. Yeah. I don't know if it was a sadness either. Like it was just a. It's an overwhelming. Emotional poignancy. Yeah. Because you know what gets me about that ending for Ed? Hmm. And and I I was amped again. Like I get amped when Ed leaves, but I don't understand it. <laughs> like I don't get why I care. But Ed leaves, and to me, it's the fact that like her dad gave them all these eggs as payment for taking care of Ed, and then he just like dips. <laughs> and it's the fact that like they did nothing, and now like both the both the women are gone. Faye has mm-hmm. dipped off. Ayn is gone. Ed is gone. And they have this overabundance of food for the first time. And it's that yeah. music with the fact that they just are literally <laughs> fucking cramming food in. Eating eggs. And they don't need to, but it's the fact that they finally have this ability. So they like seize the moment that they have. Yeah. And that, that got me nice worked scene. up too. Like amp though. I'm like, you guys could stop though. <laughs> you don't need to do this. It was but it, a little sad too because it I sets mean, a message. Yeah, they're just eating their own eggs, and they have those bowls that they have served to Faye and yeah. and to Ed sitting there at the empty seats at the table, and then they're like, "Well, we're gonna eat their eggs too, I guess." And they're just double fisting yeah. all these fucking eggs because they're stupid so, boys that don't plan for the future when they have potato water. <laughs> like, think about their cholesterol levels after that egg binge. Oh my god, I know. So like. The show does get me amped. I feel things in this show. Yeah. But it's nothing that makes me that excited later on. I guess, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to think about when Ed leaves and be like, wow, what a poignant moment. I'm just like, damn, I'm it. Because, like, it's the music, I think. The music sells the show a lot. (laughs) But, like, I think about full metal in these ways a lot. Like, I think about the idea that you're a little kid and you don't realize the gravity of the thing you were doing in this moment like it's literally going to shape your life forever yeah and the consequence that you don't you can't grapple with right now that's Mm -hmm. what i think about in that show i think about the overwhelming spirit to keep going but do it your way the right way like they could easily do the philosopher's stone and just end everything the show could be over the minute they find one but they deem that wrong there has to be another way That's the shit I think about. The spirit of that. Like, this show doesn't have anything for me to latch to to think about further. Okay. Because it's very apathetic and they're lost in their moment. I think that's why I'm so drawn to it. I think this is a situation where you have said before that art finds you when you need it. See, there we go. I think the bebop has come to me in the right time because we were just recording another episode of Yemtope and talking about how I'm feeling very adrift in my life right now, very like without purpose. And so the ennui, the ennui. <laughs> I'm reading a book. It's called um, the art of living in a, a meaningless existence. 
And it touches on a lot of stuff like this, I feel. Like, there's just your moment to moment. Yeah. And the overarching doesn't matter. And that's not to say that your life doesn't matter. It's not to say that, like, what you're doing here on Earth doesn't have an impact or make a difference. It's that in the grand scheme of things, we are but bugs on a rock. Yeah. And that is kind of what this show brought to me, which is why I'm so surprised that I like it this much. I don't know. Because it's about nothing. Broadly speaking, this show doesn't have much of a plot. It doesn't even have a lot of character. Like, I don't know shit about these characters other than what they're currently going through and like the one big pain in their life. Like what's the one big thing that hurt them? I know those items, but that's it. And we don't learn about anything much deeper than that. So in terms of ratings, I'm still, (laughs) I'm circling around. I'm orbiting. Um, Because you don't know if it should be lower because you're sitting high or you think you're too low and you think it should be higher. I am sitting higher than I thought I would. I can't call it a 10 because I, th- I have so many gripes with this show. I feel like a 10 also means like your personal enjoyment is just like unrivaled. I feel like 10s, yes. 10s veer into personal. Yeah. Like, I only sit it so high because I appreciate what it is. My personal enjoyment is not high enough to go to those extra numbers, you know? Yeah. And that's fair. I, I, uh, I don't want to call it, I don't want to call it a nine feels simultaneously too high and too low because I, I will think about this show for a long time. I think I'll think about moments of the show and the characters, Maybe okay. forever because it did have like there was an impact that it had on me that I didn't expect. But there were so many moments in the show where I was like, I don't care about this. Like, what's the point? Pierre LeFou. <laughs> like, who? I don't give a shit about this guy with all the mushrooms. I think it's, that's what the show brings. It brings you 26 episodes of ideas. Here's yes. 26 things that you could potentially grab onto. Yeah. Here's Does 26 one thoughts. Get you? You know? Yeah, that that's exactly what the show is. It's like, what'd you think about that? <laughs> like, did this work for you? Maybe next episode will. Yeah. It's if I think about it in terms of an anthology, I like it more. Like if I try to think about it as more of a love, death and robot situation because there yeah. are so many different vignettes, then I then I can raise it to a nine. But if I'm thinking about it as like a through thread of story where I meet these characters, I learn what they do, and then I see where they go. I would put it even down to seven. It's both. (laughs) It is both. Both. That's the problem. You can't even say, I'm going to look at it as an anthology because it truly has a a through story. We have a, a concrete thread that we're, that we've gone through. Right. Yet the idea of the show is none of it matters. This is an anthology show. Yeah. Like it is, it is inherently both. And neither. This show is so its own thing, which you said that, like, text in the thing said. Uh Uh-huh. It's its own genre. It is jazz. And I've Mm -hmm. never even thought of that before until you brought that up. Like, it is jazz in that it is what it is in the moment. It's about the notes you don't play. Yeah. So 
I'm still at a seven, I think. I <laughs> I think it's a great show for certain people. And now it's not even so much that I didn't understand the ideas in it as much. Because now I get it because of that Reddit post. The idea that the show is supposed to be a non-growing thing. Nobody's yeah. supposed to grow. Right. So I appreciate it. And I understand because like different media is like, this is the idea I'm going to go for. It may not be a popular idea, but it's the idea I'm going to try to hit home. And this, uh, and this hits that idea home. It fully lands on what it is doing. It fully does yes. to me. Yeah. This show knows what it's about. It gets in, does what it says it's going to do. And then it gets yep. out and it leaves you with nothing more. And I can't deny that I like, God, I was like, I had like 16 Funko Pops for the show in a cart. Like, I want oh these. Oh my God. <laughs> but I don't like this show. So why do I want the stuff? You know what I mean? Like, why did I make a point to buy the show? Why did I buy it? Yeah. Why do I keep telling people to watch it if I don't care for it that much? So I must. Yeah. I must like it enough, which is why I think I'm putting it at a higher. Maybe it should because I said seven or eight. Uh-huh. Maybe it should be an eight then because I'm willing to tell everybody it's worth your time. Yeah. Even if you don't say it's the best time you had. Yeah. All right. I'm at like still a Schrodinger's nine. I don't know. It's it's a nine and it isn't. I will hit an eight. I'm going to okay. hit an eight for what just I I get it. Like I get the show. It is. The reason anime exists in America, it holds this prestigious, like, if this wasn't here, anime wouldn't be what it is for us. It's still regarded the best dubbed anime of all time. And I will say, yeah, dude. Spike hits. Jet hits. Faye hits. Ed's voice fucking hits. It's all perfect. It all works so good. Yeah. No anime has worked this perfectly in an English dub, I don't think. Except for probably Full Metal. Full Metal's pretty solid. It's pretty good. But like uh, and Monster honestly was good too. I hate this. The way that you feel about this show, I think is how I feel about Monster. I'm still fucking thinking about it and I want yeah, someone like, else to watch it and tell me why I don't, I don't like, like it. it. I don't Damn like it, it. Make me like it. Like make me like it. <laughs> yeah, I think I that's want where to you like are. it yeah. so bad. So you want me to come in and say what didn't I get? Why yes. do you like it that I can appreciate why you liked it as well? Right. Damn it. Am I going to rewatch Monster? Fuck. Is this show going to be rewatch years, Monster? In years. Like, I could not have watched this sooner than I did. Yeah. And I was like, I remember when I watched it. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm watching it now. Like, I didn't miss it. But, like, this is fun. I think this is a show I could watch every couple years and be yeah. like, yeah, okay, this is great, but I'm not going to watch it all the time because I don't enjoy it that much. Okay. I'm going to say 12 months. But it is good to like think about. I'm going to say 12 months from now, I'm going to revisit Monster and I would love if you revisit it with me. Let's put that on the Yimtok calendar. But see, we just did. That's what this was. I watched yeah. it and I'm like, Kelsey, help me. <laughs> and we did this. So fine. That's what Monster will be. I will watch it. When you have to revisit it, then you can look at it different and I can bring a different side. That's okay, that's great. that's what it is. So you got to let me know when we start it because I won't watch it previous to then so it can be fresh. 
Yeah, we should watch it, like, have it together. Like, agree to watch a certain number of episodes in a certain okay. time frame. We should do that. Have a okay. little book club. We will do that. So a nine. Yeah. You're at a nine. I'm okay. at a nine. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with that. I thought you would like it more than me, and you did just that. You liked it just more than me. <laughs> yeah. Which is where I thought it would be. And you did help me raise my number which is what i wanted like you helped me pull something else out that reddit post really helped me though that's good like that reddit post altered how i should even be watching it and i was like okay let me look at it this way the whole time and i was like i get it i get that and that's why i was saying i think it's also one of those like but do i enjoy that is that the idea i want do i want to watch nobody grow maybe not but that's also a valid thought process so like this shows a valid thought process you know so we haven't talked about the ending of the show yet yeah i want your definitive take on the ending because it is such a debate and i didn't know that really of course it is okay does spike here we go guys because i know all (laughs) of you that have watched it yeah have a definitive take and i've got my definitive take Mm -hmm. does spike die at the end of the show I want to say yes. I think... I conclusively think yes. Okay. Yeah. As a conclusion to the story, it makes sense for him to die. But also, they play up the whole warrior star thing. And that's why I said, please watch the last credit. Please watch the final credit. Because it pans up from his body, the whole Mm -hmm. credits. And it ends with a star dimming and going out. Ah, I to me that, that is the conclusive thing that he is gone. <laughs> okay, okay. But then a lot of people will fight and say, "No, that's just the end of this part of his life. Like he's no longer the warrior that has to fight the syndicate. He can go be on the bebop and do his thing." Because people want different things out of it. Mm-hmm. And for me, yeah, that's what I want. I want his thing to be over. I think it's better. I guess spoilers, guys. I'm going to go ahead and spoil this. Like, <laughs> Spoilers for what? I feel like that makes John Wick 4 uh, better. If he just yes. is done fighting, he's done. I know. He doesn't have to do this anymore. I need... Because his need life is not great. You know? I need us to get to a spot as a society where the main character is allowed to die at the end of the story. Yeah. I don't need people to keep a fucking dude alive dude. for the sequel okay. machine to turn out another movie, to turn out another show, a book, some sequel. Yeah. I want, I, I want to get back to the days where like in this anime, you can have this character experience this journey. Their story comes to an end. They come to an end and it's over. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go straight into God of War. God of War 3 ended with him dying. And I hated that. Yeah. And over the years, I was like, it could not have ended better with him dying. That's the purpose. That was the, like, I could, I've said a billion times, I, I could write a thesis on why that game was so perfect. And him dying is perfect. He should have died there. Yeah. But the new stuff is so good, I'm cool with him being back. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I was mad when they brought him back because I was like, why? You ended this idea. You ended the idea that mm-hmm. ended with him. 
but they made such a good new idea that he served that purpose well, it works. Because now it's about the fact that he couldn't die in that moment. And it's the pain of having to keep going. Okay. So, like, the new idea still works, but it's a completely separate thing. Like, we can still conclude the Greek stuff with, with his death. Yeah. We don't have to conclude, like, the fact that the new thing exists doesn't take away from this one. You know? But, like, him dying there makes the whole thing work. So it's right in line with what you're saying. Like, the, your your main person can go. It's okay. Yeah. Let it happen. Like, when a character is ready for death, let death come for them. I know you haven't watched them, and you probably will never, but, like, that's the absolute beauty that is the last Wolverine movie. Okay. Like, it ends with him fucking dying. Hmm. But that was the point. The whole idea was he was the undiable man. He couldn't die. And the fact that it happens and that he could experience the thing that was unexperienceable for him. He could never yeah. know this. And he finally that knew it. And it ends his story. It's perfect. It's perfect. That's what makes it beautiful is that death is something that everyone has to experience, like it or not. Yes. That is what makes them a relatable character. If you make them this superhuman thing that can't be killed over mm -hmm. and over and over again, like you just... You're dragging along the story. You're removing the human perspective from him. Yes. You're taking away the one relatable quality that everyone has. Like, this guy can die. He is mortal. Yeah. Let it let it be. I'm trying to, like, now be like, what other stories have your person die? And it's like, yeah, needed that, <laughs> you know? I mean, I really wanted Nathan Drake to die at the end of the Uncharted stuff. I thought it would have been... Mm perfect that it just he ran it to the end and that was it and he yeah. didn't and i'm cool with the ending but i did want him to die like that's what i wanted that's what i was thinking would be the only way out good stories kill off their characters yeah it's a finale <laughs> you know Rogue one everybody fucking died because yeah. they were supposed to like have have that that sort of damocles hanging over the characters heads they can yeah. die What's going to do it? Like, to me, that makes Cowboy Bebop all the more beautiful. The fact yeah. that, like, he was so sad. If the show's about remaining stagnant, this is the mm -hmm. only time he goes beyond that. Yeah. He didn't want to face the world. And then when he... I mean, I'm not saying when you face the world, you die. <laughs> but it's the fact of, like, that's how he accepted the world as it was, was through pushing himself to that point and dying though. Like he was able to go like, Hey, I was awake. Yes. I did do the stuff and uh, sure we can throw in like, and I stopped a piece of shit guy. Cause I don't even sure. know that that's part of it still. But like, I also, I did the thing to help me, you know, like it. And it's worth noting. He dies with a smile on his face. Yeah. So a lot of people in the, he died camp are like, he, he's at peace with that though. Right. Like, he got what he wanted. You know, he did the thing. You know? Who the fuck's out here saying that man is alive? I Tons of people are like, no, he's so alive. I have wanted so badly to Google this show, but I haven't wanted to, like, cloud yeah. my 
expectations and judgment of it before talking about it. So I can't wait now to go on like a big YouTube rabbit hole. Just go read. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was so much like when I finished it the first time, I was like, what's the point of this? <laughs> like, what's the idea? And then I had somebody go, did you watch the end credits? And I was like, no. So I went back and was like, oh, yeah. the st Oh, so like it is a conclusive ending, you know? Okay. Yeah. But that's just this school of thought. There's a whole other school of thought about the ending. So it's, I guess it's also one of those things. What do you want it to be? What makes you, because it is ambiguous enough that you could say, this is what makes me happy with the ending. So that's what I want. It's kind of like uh, the end of the whale. We don't fucking know what happens. He uh, just starts glowing died. and levitating. Said, oh! <laughs> <laughs> died. Exploded into a mass of pizza, you know. I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> I don't typically like ambiguous endings. Yeah. But this one, to me, is just on a conclusive bit enough that I'm like, no, that's it. This is what it is. And I like that, you know? Okay. Yeah. I don't think this is truly ambiguous. I think it gives you enough evidence to go either way still. Mm-hmm. But there's still enough to say, like, that proves my point. It's not like, well, this is how I'm going to go with it, you know? Yeah. I guess it brings up the thing again. What's the ending? There are clues. There's enough evidence to go both ways, you know? And that's why I like that ending, too, because I can pick a piece of evidence and go, I like that one, you know? It's whatever jives with you. I still don't know about this show. It's an eight, but I don't like it. But I like it. It's <laughs> yeah. good, but it sucks. It's good, but I hated it, but I loved my time with it, but it was awful. <laughs> I'm glad you watched it. I am, too. I guess I gave it to you for the wrong pretense of tell me about this feeling, but really there's a lot of other feelings that you had with it that made me go, yeah, okay, cool. You still jive. Yeah, I do jive. You Jupiter jive. <laughs> <laughs> um, people really love the movie. I've seen the movie. I can't tell you what happened in it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I watched it and I'm like, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it's I mean, just it's, like an extended episode of Bebop? Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, I don't know if I want that then. Because, like it's I said, just I would more watch, of this. I would watch more of this, though. I would watch a season two. I'd watch another 26 episodes of them just, like, Monster of the Weeking it. But then maybe I don't, watch the movie. But I don't want, like, one. I don't want them to try to tell me another syndicate story. Oh, it has nothing to do with that. Okay. No, it's literally just another episode of you're just <laughs> right, like, maybe I'll watch it. Here's another thing. I don't know. It's also very beautiful, though. Like, it has awesome stuff in it. Okay. That's why I wanted to watch it. I was like, it's more style. Give me that style. More bebop. So there you go, guys. Kelsey did the thing. We did it. It's over now. Leave us alone. Not really, because I'm the one that's been pushing for it half the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I can now finally shuddy. I can be done. Yes. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this as well. There it is. Come on, beat boy. I never have to say it again. Yeah, please... Uh Stop asking. <laughs> Please get in the Discord. Tell us what you think about it. Tell us what you think about what we think about it. Um, tell us why we're wrong. Tell us why we're I, right. Tell us why we're right. Yeah. And I guess, Spike, die or not, 
I know that's the big thing. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> and tell Kelsey why she should watch the movie. Because Ismail made me watch the movie. Really? Yeah, and I talked about it on the show. See, that's how memorable this Fuck. is. Yeah, I that's how memorable Cowbot Beat Boy is, man. <laughs> yeah, I I had a whole discussion about how I watched the movie because it's just more <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Like, this is the whole vibe. And that's the vibe you get left with. Okay, well, uh, I think it's time to blow this scene. Let's get everybody and their stuff together. sound we wanted you to hear okay but now the ending uh-huh okay ender stuff because we didn't really get into this who is your favorite person on the show we did get into this is Faye, right oh no my favorite person is the lady on big shot oh my god we didn't talk about big shot at all i loved that I show so love big shot and the way that it ended too with the um so like of course the show ended they're like we're getting canceled because nobody likes us yeah and she's and like i'm gonna fucking call my agent <laughs> yes but then in the like in the real folk blues episode i think yeah. uh you get to see that guy who was on the show he like comes and picks up his mom from the airport and it's like i told you to wait at a different place let's go yeah because Faye's like he looks familiar and it's like bro yeah. you watched him every week <laughs> every so day funny. Oh, my God. But he's so not that character in real life. I know. Because he's all like, hey, everybody. And he does this whole, like, <laughs> Dr. Nick thing. I just love how that girl got that open jacket to never move. <laughs> it is just is for. open, man. And I'm like, yep, there's that style again. <laughs> That's why people like this show. People like that. And then the Faye physics 